Blog Talk Radio. Exactly what you're thinking I've had those thoughts a million times I can see the question that's behind your eyes Oh, you're searching for your peace of mind Now listen up to this truth You are me and I am you Every one of us is worthy Baby, girl Worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. I know your life, I felt your pain. I know your joys and your shame. Sometimes it feels like life walks over you, or like you're a penny on the ground. But either on the ground or in your purse, the smallest piece still holds its worth. Every one of us is worthy. Baby, girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Baby, girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Worthy of love, worthy of life, worthy of saying no when something don't feel right. This is a song for you, for all the ups and downs that life. We'll put you through So listen up to this truth You are me and I am you Every one of us is worthy Baby girl, worthy woman Every one of us is worthy Baby girl, worthy woman Every one of us is worthy Baby Worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Baby girl, worthy woman, every one of us is worthy. Every one of us is worthy. Every one of us is worthy. Greetings, family. This is Arlene. And today we're going to talk about why boundaries are necessary for your peace of mind. So I will, you know, I have had experience with this. One of the things that's sort of necessary for a individual to have peace of mind is to be able to have this sense of boundaries and this sense sovereignty in the sense that we do anything that anything that it, that, it, that you are wanting to have happen for you. So anytime that you are the that you internally want which good just can be a place of don't necessarily to do. And the reason why I say this is because oftentimes it is easy to really get kind of caught up in sort of a victimhood of doing things 
um, four other people that isn't necessarily with what it is that you want to do. And you can actually, you know, especially if it's something that is a longstanding experience, it can be a situation where you, how can I put this, where you are, you develop a resentment to the person who's asking when it was not your choice to actually say yes, and it puts you in a place of victimhood that's really, really unnecessary. And I say this because setting boundaries is also a form of self-love and violation of that for yourself. And, you know, the thing is, is that you have to begin honoring anything that's not necessarily in alignment with your internal guidance is also sort of a violation of that that in our most part of yourself. So I will there I say I will call it the so um I see that somebody has their hand up so we're going to bring them on. Area code three two three. Hello, welcome to Power of Tranquility. How may I help you today? Well I was thinking of helping you to call in and to give my uh, my opinion, which I think is oh. probably in accordance with yours. So okay. maybe we can help each other. Okay. My name's Joe, and um, when I saw that the title of the show and the theme of the show was about boundaries, I wanted to call in because boundaries, um, as you probably have talked about already, are especially important. Mm-hmm. Um, your theme today is about peace of mind, yes. A person, especially in any place, but let's say in relationships, you have to let the other person know that this particular activity, this this behavior, this mindset is annoying to me. It bothers me. Can I have your assurance that you will not do this to me? And if that other person says yes, then those are boundaries which are set and agreed upon. And if that person then violates those boundaries... In my opinion, that person's violating their word. And the person whose boundaries are being violated should attempt to try to resolve the conflict with the person in a rational way. And if that other person who is the violator continues to violate and, and go beyond those boundaries, then that person who is being violated should leave, no matter how much that person should thinks that they are in love with or lusts for or has dreams about that other person. That's my opinion about boundaries. It's, it protects you against narcissism as well. Um, I definitely agree with you. But I, what I would like to ask you is like, okay, especially if you, if the individual hasn't been in a place of establishing those boundaries initially in the relationship, how long do you think that a person should be in a place of continuing to make the request that the boundary space is actually honored before actually making their departure? Well, it should be before the relationship is even set. 
I've recommended to people you take out a piece of paper and you write down what you like about each other, what you don't like about each other. You talk about certain scenarios which might occur in a relationship to discuss in advance how it's going to be handled. Like, for example, one particular situation might be um, I'm home. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. My girlfriend is coming home from a trip from out of state. Her car breaks down. Now, she calls me. Do I go out there to change the tire for her, or do I say to her, honey, you and I talked about this. You should. You were supposed to call uh, AAA, and they were supposed to give you that particular um, contract that um, is supposed to help you. Did you call AAA? Did you, are you paying the, the, uh, the premium for that particular policy? And if she says no, but I need you, Joe, to come on out because, well, you know, I'm a woman and it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I want to feel safe. And I say, I'll, I'll make you feel safe on the phone because it was your responsibility to have AAA take care of this. You've got a flat. You're supposed to have them come out there and change the flat. But I don't have AAA. I didn't pay the bill. Well, then you're going to have to pay them double in order for them to come out and um, uh, fix the tire. Can't you come out and do it? Yeah, I could. But then I'd be doing the heavy lifting for you all the time. You're suffering an inconvenience. You've got to suffer it, not me. You talked about it. We talked about it. You agreed to do it. You cannot now come to me and say, I didn't do what I was supposed to, but now you have to do the heavy lifting. So those kind of scenarios you have to talk about. It's not romantic, but um, if you have a person who agrees with you prior to the relationship and everything's going nicely now, and that person says, yes, I can, I can conform to those um, requirements, you have a better chance um, of having a relationship that's uh, healthier and um, stronger, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Um, um, I'm definitely, well, maybe not for that particular scenario, but I'm definitely in agreement that, you know, when, when especially when there is, especially when you're in that place of developing a relationship, but this even goes beyond just uh, romantic relationships. I, I know that I've, I, I myself have had um, friendships where um, I tend to be a sort of a go with the flow type of person, but there, there are certain times when there are certain individuals that, that really, I, I, I know that when we work together in business situations that it is not necessarily a match. And I, and I think that, you know, I would, I had been pretty good at saying no. And then at one point I did, I allowed them to use a sales tactic on me to get me mm-hmm. to agree to something. But then, you know, I had made the decision to change my mind about, uh, about being in it, you know, it wasn't involving money, but to be in that particular situation, it, let's just say it didn't go well after, but I did, I did relate to them later that I, I had come to this place where 
you know, I, I really needed to do things um, that were in alignment with my, you know, with my, I guess you could say inner guidance or inner expectations. Like the, okay. there, a lot of times, you know, like a lot of times people do get that inner, that inner yes or no about whether or not something is good for them or not. And to just right. be in a place right. of actually honoring that. Yeah. But most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, so what about the scenario that I had mentioned? What about that? You say you probably wouldn't be in agreement with that. Well, Why not? I guess, you know, and this is just from, you know, I, I don't know what the the scenario has been. If, it, if that is something that has actually happened and the person is chronically getting themselves in the situation, I suppose I would have, um, uh, I would have something set up where the insurance would be able to take care of that situation. But I guess, you know, from the standpoint, just from a female standpoint, there is this, not that we necessarily expect our husbands or loved ones to come and get us, but in the, in the family that I grew up in, there was this mindset of the men that we are going to make sure that our our females are secure, especially if it, it you know you talked about it being like three a.m. in the morning, and mm-hmm. even if even if they knew that that AAA or the police or whomever was going to come out to help them they would have made the effort to get there. So, but I'm not, I'm not saying that you are wrong or anything. It's just that from my perspective, my expectation would be a little bit different in that particular scenario. But again, I do know people who have been in situations where it seems like they're having chronic car problems. And if that is a, if that is the case, then triple would be a good thing to have, or at least have, that type of towing rider or whatever the situation would be um, as a part of the insurance so that you are not, uh, you are not like out there all alone. Because I do believe that, especially when women are single and on their own, that there needs to be a a degree of self-sufficiency and understanding about what are the measures that I can put in place in order to protect myself. But, you know, I think that you know that's that's the only reason that I say that and not that I'm I'm saying that you're wrong or anything it's just that my expectation of a male partner would have been different well your expectations are the same as 98% of most of the women in America that's why I brought up that particular situation because okay. the woman the woman would want the man to come out there you're my boyfriend you said you love me but um She's not thinking about exposing him, number one. It'll take about an hour, an hour and a half to get out there. No, that's number two. Number one, they talk about a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and number three, when the man is out there, you know, if she's afraid of a mugger or being raped or of some axe murderer, well, that axe murderer uh, could still kill her boyfriend. So she's exposing him to danger as well. So in order to not expose him, take care of the responsibility you're supposed to take care of, and um, both the man and the woman, you know, can get on with their lives. 
But your expectation, like I said, is the same as about 98% of the women because most women will say, well, I'm your equal. In today's world, men, um, women are independent, and uh, we don't need a man except when we need a man. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, if you don't need me, then don't call me at 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, I've never said that, but I can understand a person's point of view um, if they've they've ever come um, come across that. But Mm -hmm. I definitely again, it's because a lot of women um, think of men as utilities, and they are they always are regardless of whether they say they're a feminist, not a feminist. Well, most of them are feminist on Monday and traditionalist on Tuesday, and they want the man to fix the faucet, fix the car, um, go up in the gutters, help them out with this and help them out with that. Men are not heavy lifters. Um, uh, we want to take care of the woman's needs, like uh, the woman wants uh, to take care of his, his needs, but they have to do it in a way that's fair. So when a man is always thought of as being a utility, um, it gets to get on a man's nerves. Um, man, the man wants to be thought of as a man being uh, appreciated for himself as opposed to being a plumber and a limousine driver, uh, things like this. So that's why you should talk about it in advance. And if the woman says, no, if that scenario happens, I need you to come out at 3 o'clock in the morning. I would say, you know what? Have a good life. Okay. Okay. Well, I I definitely agree with you setting those boundaries for yourself and and um yeah, I appreciate your appreciate your sharing. Okay. Take care. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, where were we? We were talking about boundaries. Okay, so one of the things that I think that is really important for people to understand is, you know, when you are setting boundaries, it is it is definitely like a form of self love and self acknowledgement and appreciation and it it gives you a state of calm because you are in that place of honoring that and I do recall like there was a time in my life when I did not always honor that and you know I can go into the reasons why I mean my interpretation of how I was raised up was that there was this expectation of our expectation within my family and this idea and this premise that children should be seen and not heard and that that there was this requirement that children be obedient. And as a result of that, I know for myself personally that I did not have this sense of sovereignty like I, I was – I could – make a requirement of people, especially the adults in my life, to honor 
boundaries because I didn't have any with them because I was supposed to do whatever it is that they said to do. And, you know, that was just the mindset that I had as a child growing up. And as a result, as I became an adult, um, well, as I was coming up, I would allow things to happen that were not on, that did not honor me, that, that placed me in this place of victimhood and especially being in this place of like, why, you know, why did they do that? You know, they were being so mean, they know what they did to me and, and just getting myself in this emotional state of being really, really sort of in a tumultuous state. And I had to, as I became became an adult, I had to really, really give that up, give up that idea and that energy of, you know, yeah, just give that, give that up, um, and in slowly, in incremental states, started making my request known or asking that people, you know, not do certain things that, that were a violation to me or that I felt were a violation. Because the thing is, is that a lot of times boundaries have a lot to do with buttons, the, our personal buttons and what causes us to be triggered. And a lot of times when we're having dealings with other people, we are, and we feel that they have crossed some boundary. It is, it has a lot to do with what those buttons have that were being pushed, what they, what they were. And a lot of times, like some of the buttons that were pushed, especially for those people who haven't, uh, who haven't had boundaries in the past, they were things that, you know, there was this, sort of expectation of social norms that we simply that we simply um, expect one being for instance not necessarily being in a place of um, people calling upon you all the time in order to uh, take care of uh, you having dinner and the expectation of you necessarily taking care of the bill all the time when they were the ones that actually invited you out and actually being in a place of just saying, you know, in this particular instance, I cannot, I cannot, you know, pay for this. Are you willing to pay for yourself? Can we go Dutch? And, and just put that out there. Now, mind you, when you start setting up those boundaries and in those small incremental places, then you're, you're going to be in a place of, of not being liked, especially if you've been in a place where you repeatedly, you know, where you repeatedly um, (laughs) where repeatedly that they've done this over and over again, and you haven't set those boundaries up before. When you make that change, expect a little bit of resistance when you have made that change. Uh, and mind you, one of the reasons why I had mentioned before with the gentleman that called earlier was that how long do you give the person 
to actually honor that request. Like you could just, you know, at the, at the dinner table, say we would like separate checks or whatever the case may be and set that up right beforehand, knowing, letting them know that you're serious about it. Because when you make that change, people are going to get upset because, you know, you're no longer, you're no longer feeling that need or whatever that, that situation for them for, for being, the one that would take care of it all the time. Uh, and then there are a lot of times you will, you will come across people who, you know, that type of manipulation is something that they're, that, that they sort of have this expectation of, expectation that, 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 uh, that you will do this. And because you're no, you're no longer be in this place of being manipulated, they're going to get upset by that. Why, you know, you change. Why are you, why are you talking about that? <laughs> and just say, you know, I'm, I'm just honoring myself now. I'm honoring myself more now. I do not want to continue this particular um you know, continue in this way that we've been uh, continuing. And if, if, you know, if continuing to go out with you requires that I pay for both of us all the time, then, you know, we, you know, don't invite me. We can do something else. <laughs> and again, people will get upset when you go ahead and implement those changes. But this is the reason why I'm suggesting that you do it in small incremental ways. Um, and, you know, and not necessarily be passive aggressive about it either. Just, just simply say, you know, I'm not comfortable with this any longer and I'm ready for a different experience. Anyway, let me take a quick break and we'll be right back.
are back. So, you know, one of the reasons why it is necessary for boundaries to be established for your peace of mind is because people, you've got to teach people how to treat you. A lot of times, a lot of times, you know, um, one of the reasons why I mention victimhood is because there's a, of someone that I know, and they tend to be highly sensitive uh, about many things, and they, you know, at the core, they're a real sensitive individual in terms of what their own self-judgment about themselves is about. And a lot of times there will be scenarios that she's in where she gets highly reactionary because she feels affronted. And one of the statements that she periodically makes to me all the time is, well, they knew what they did. You know, they, they got, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> they, they probably don't know what they did. Because there are sometimes, because people come from different backgrounds and different experiences, that, that you know, the expectations from their own culture, from their own families, may actually differ than from what you yourself may have experienced. I recall, like, this is an absolute extreme, um, but this was the same person that I was, uh, the same person I was talking to them, to them about something that had taken place in the media. And, you know, the person had been arrested because for, for you know, sexual assault and pedophilia and things of that nature. But when you learn about the history, you know, the history of this particular individual, you know, this was something that was a part of this. There was a whole lot of stuff that would have been in violation of any young person who lived in their household. And as that person became an adult, they continued that behavior because that was something that was normalized for for them. And even though by the standards of the law, it is a violation and it's illegal in that person, I mean, they became conditioned to that experience of sexual molestation and that 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 was an okay thing to do. And so I was explaining that, you know, you grew up in a family where you had your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, and, you know, you had your own personal sovereignty. I mean, there were expectations of you and your, what it was that you, you were, what was expected of you in that household. But in terms of, you know, being in ownership of your body, of not being violated, of being loved and appreciated in your family, that was the experience that you had. But 
you were to, you know, come together with that person who had had a past where they had been violated, then you're going to, you know, that like that whole type of mentality and mindset is so oppositional and directly opposed to yours that you would have to state up front what it was that you would have expected out of a relationship with that person because that person had a different set of boundaries and a different set of values than you have. And again, this is an extreme example, but understand that when you are dealing with people, you are dealing with people who come from two different backgrounds with two different sets of expectations of what is what is right, what is normal, what is the whatever the case may be, and you really need to get together and set those parameters for any particular relationship when you get together. And and just continue to make the request because one of the things that I I should preface this by is that whenever you are asking somebody to stop doing something and to honor your particular boundary, you are making less. They don't have the option of you know not actually being on board with that. And I want to actually make that clear. And you have a determine you have to make a decision for yourself of whether or not you will follow through with this relationship as it's going, whether or not it's redefined and you set up for yourself what that looks like. And I think that is it for the subject for today. I want to thank you all for joining me um, this afternoon. Um, I will be back next Thursday with, the power and tranquility and giving you tips and ideas of how to make your life more calm and peaceful so that you can own your own power of tranquility. And may peace and power follow you wherever you go. Blessing family. Yeah.